journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And that is the overall arching idea of today's conversation. And this is episode eight of the Joe Brown podcast. It's been some time. Uh, I stopped producing the episodes, but I felt compelled to get back into some content and produce some more longer form things that will hopefully help you uh, get better at health, fitness, personal development, all things that can better you as soon as we possibly can. So one of those ways is through a podcast and through content just like this. So like I said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And I think this is a very important notion to understand, especially if you're new to fitness, new to health, new to trying to better bettering yourself on a daily basis. And this thought came to my mind based off of coaching over the last nine to 10 years and having so many conversations with people around if they were new to fitness and new to trying to get better and improve their health, that they're, they're trying so many things at once or they're trying the biggest possible change overnight. And the reality is for a lot of people, it's just not a viable option and it's not a sustainable one either. So just on that, it's, I think it's critical and important that when trying to improve your health and fitness and just get better in general, I think it's really important just to pick off with the small things, start with the small things first and build from there, okay? And in this episode, I will talk about some client experiences or client um, stories, and I'll also use one or two of my own as well to give you some context as well. So pretty much, I think there's also a misconception with, look, I'm a big believer of taking massive action, of course, and also, you know, if you're going to try and improve and find ways to do better. I I do believe in massive action. However, I think people get caught up in that notion as well around that you must have a huge life overhaul or some sort of huge health kick or health fad that you just want to try and go all in on, even though you haven't even tried that in the beginning or you haven't tried many things to start with. Doing something so drastic is very hard to follow and it's hard to stick to. And we see this all the time with... EPM Coaching, uh, the personal training brand that we have, it when we're helping people for the first time in their first week, you know, they're it, it's great because they're all motivated and they're all charged up and they're good to go and they they want to make this huge life change and they want to lose some weight and get you know more muscular and improve their health and you know for those who might be smokers, they want to quit smoking and it's just this massive thing they're trying to accomplish. They're trying to conquer the entire mountain before even work, uh, walking the first, you know, the first path. And like I said just before, the, the bigger the goal, the bigger the change, the harder it is to follow and to consume and complete. So when these clients come in and see us, we often just give them really simple tips to start with so they can just start making some progress and start making some quick wins on the board and they can start to get some confidence, okay? And I think a lot of confidence building 
which, which aids to getting to your goal overall, I think is a big part of it. Because if you aim for the stars and you fall short and you've tried to have this huge life overhaul at the beginning, it's very demotivating and it's, it's, you feel like you've been defeated, okay? And I know in the past when I've tried to do something massive and I've, I've implemented all these changes really quickly and suddenly... And if I don't achieve them, I feel like I've lost and, and I've been defeated. So, and I'm sure you can probably think of some examples in your own life as well. So in the beginning with our clients, we just want to give them the real simple fundamental things that they can use to get the wins on the board. So for example, rather than trying to overhaul their entire nutrition approach, implement a whole new training system, quit smoking, um, fix their relationship with all the people in their life, if these are problems for them or challenges, we'll just say, look, the first thing for you this week is to just get in the gym two or three times. That's all you have to do. Come in, move some weight, feel good, get some wins on the board, and that's a great win to start with. And it's important to give yourself the credit for doing that and also celebrate that kind of consistency. If you can just come in and make a small change to start with, it's massive and it deserves recognition. And I think people not give enough credit to wins like that as opposed to attempting the somewhat impossible and having a huge life overhaul and then failing in two weeks because it's so hard to stick to, I think that it's we need to put more emphasis on being able to tick off small wins consistently. If you can go from not training in the gym to training consistently three times per week for six months, that's a massive win, Okay. You might have other challenges you're still trying to get through, which might be improve your eating, um, possibly increase your protein intake, uh, track your macros closely, and say you know you had some other non-ideal habits either. But trying to do them all at once is very hard to follow. Okay, so as an example, with our clients, we just give them real fundamental stuff to follow, basics, things that they can definitely achieve, and we sort of come to an agreement and meet in the middle where we ensure that whatever they're doing, they're going to be able to uh, complete and, and finish for the week. So that's the first point, okay? The bigger the goal, the challenge, the harder it is to stick to. And there's no saying that you can't plan for that big goal down the track, but trying to overhaul everything overnight is very hard to do. So start small. I'm going to give you some tips at the end of this episode as well around um, some basic examples of how you can change really quickly uh, with some fundamental stuff as well, okay? And one of the things that brought on this uh, thought as well was I thought back to when I first started in fitness and I first started training and lifting and, and doing bodybuilding and whatnot. And I remember for myself as well. So for now, for me, if I want to have oats, I might have some almond milk with it or I might have, you know, if there's skinny milk there, whatever's in the household, but most of the time it's either almond milk or I'll also just have some water, okay? I don't mind having some water with oats. Most people say it tastes a bit gross, but I'm just accustomed to it now because I started off. Um, I, sorry, I didn't always start off that way. So now I have water. But when I first started eating healthier and I saw all my favorite bodybuilders like Ronnie Coleman and Jay Cutler, and all these dudes on YouTube who were, you know, they were eating like grits and um, just water and oats. And when I was 18, I discovered this on, on, on the internet. I, I think I was having like full cream milk at the time. And I was like, nah, 
you know, it's time to start taking things serious. I'm going to eat, eat oats every single morning because that's what bodybuilders do and it's healthy for you. So the first day I did it, I remember I was, at, I was in the kitchen, I did it and I was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> for someone who's not used to having oats with water, it tastes like absolute crap and it's just a very bland, dry almost taste and it's not fun. And then, you know, your first instinct is to add sugar or something that's quite sweet to it to give it some flavor and some sweetness. But you obviously don't want to do that because you're trying to be healthy and not have too many calories and whatnot. So these days I might add a bit of stevia or some honey. But the thing was, what I did was I went from full cream milk to having just water with the oats, which was a huge change. And I was like, shit, this is going to taste like crap from now on. I can't, I can't sustain this. So what I did was I went from full cream milk to skim milk and then a month or two later, I went from skim milk to half skim milk, half water. A few months later, completely water with maybe some protein powder added in it as well. Now, that was just a, a gradual change from having full cream milk, probably the highest calorie, most dense ingredient I could have added to it from a liquid standpoint. And then I just gradually weaned off it and reduced the amount. And the same could go for someone who has, say, bad snacks on average is you might just reduce the amount of snacks you're having or swap them for something different that's a healthier option. Same goes for someone who might be smoking. If you smoke 20 a day, your first goal could pretty much just be 17 a day. Once you clock that and you can, you can go down further, go to 15, go to 10, then to the point where you go to zero, Okay. This is just an option of what you can do if you feel like the goal you're trying to achieve is just out of reach and too hard to um, complete. So with my example with the oats and the water, I, for me now, it's just second nature, but it wasn't always like that. Like it's, in the beginning, it was, it tasted like absolute crap. And I, my first thought was, how like how I keep doing this with water as an example, but now it's just a uh, common uh, second nature to me and it's so much easier to eat in a healthy way. And the same goes for like, you know, more plain foods with like meats and veggies and whatnot. When you first start, it's like, oh, this is a bit of a change, doesn't taste great. Not sure if it's for me. First things first, maybe add some sauce to it of some sort. Add your favorite sauce or condiment to it. Add some herbs and spices. Do whatever you need to do to get those small ones on the board first and then you can get stricter and more disciplined with yourself if needed. But to get started and, and to win bigger down the track in terms of your health, you've got to start small because it's very hard to sustain otherwise, okay? And now for me, the healthier eating side's more second nature, but I, did it, I started a long time ago and made the small choices first, which then led into big change as well, okay? And second thing as well can go with dealing with like an injury or having a big goal in the gym around like lifting weights if you have big aspirations of lifting a lot of weight and getting really strong but you're dealing with some issues like an injury or maybe inexperience in the gym your first wins you're trying to accumulate are just simple ones like get the injury under control build some foundational strength get consistent with your lifting and then reassess and have a look at the long goal down the track trying to go from new or not very strong in the gym 
to achieving a personal best that's quite up there with the weight, say, is not really smart. It's a good, uh, it's a good way of getting injured pretty quickly. So start off small, fundamental stuff, correct the injuries, and whilst it does take a level of patience to do because it's not fun, I don't enjoy doing you know, activation work and rehabilitation work regularly each day when I just want to lift heavy weights all the time. But unfortunately, it's part of the process. And if you can learn to love the process and you can get good at those small fundamental things, it's going to be the key to you achieving bigger things down the track, like lifting more weight, uh, being healthier, uh, keeping your weight in check, growing some muscle, um, and just having a better approach overall. Okay, so pretty much this is it for now, guys. Quick, short, sharp one back into the podcast. Um, the last few examples I'll give you that can help improve your health right away that doesn't you know, cost a lot of money or change too many things for you. It's easy to grab. You can start it today. So one here I've got is adding an extra 30 minutes of sleep per night to your sleep regime will help immensely. And again, all these things are context dependent. So if you're already getting nine hours of sleep per night, it's probably adequate. You might not need any more. If you're getting six hours of sleep, an extra 30 minutes or an hour will make you feel like a newborn baby the next morning, which is an incredible feeling. You feel revitalized. And I know for me personally, seven hours and above, I feel pretty good, okay? So context dependent with this, 30 minutes of extra sleep per night can work wonders, okay? Simple to do. You're not trying to increase it by one or two hours. You're just starting with 30 minutes. That's it. Go to 30 minutes, go to bed 30 minutes earlier and you're on track, okay? Second one, getting one extra workout in per week as opposed to trying to stack on a five or six day program. If you're struggling to get in the gym, the last thing that you need is trying to do more and more days, okay? Reduce the days or add just one extra workout per week and just try and do like two or three workouts that are high quality that you know you're working hard in and that's a great outcome. The third one is a simple fundamental hack is increase your steps by say 500 to 1,000 more steps per day. Get yourself something like a Fitbit um, or some sign, some kind of watching watch tracker that can track your steps for you and an extra 7,000 steps a day, for example, which is 1,000 per day, is a great start in the right direction for uh, increasing your NEAT and getting your steps up and helping things like keeping weight in check. It's great for your spine health. It's great for mental well-being. Um, there's, there's so many more great elements and benefits to walking more. And majority of the population just don't walk enough, okay? And for that one, that example there, look, if you're doing like 15,000 steps a day or 20,000, something up there is quite high, probably don't need to do any more. But if you're someone who's like stuck at six or 7,000, just find a small amount that you know you can do, you can make the promise to yourself and you can keep that promise. And by keeping that promise, you then reinforce the fact that you're someone who does that task and you can trust yourself to do it. It'll give yourself more self-respect. You will see yourself in a different light and it's a great step in the right direction for bettering your health. <clears throat> but besides that, guys, that's it for today. So win big by starting small. Small things, do them well. Don't overload your plate with too many things to try and follow. And I think you'll feel it's much more manageable to improve things when you take that approach, okay? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it. If you have any questions, I'm always available. Um, 
across the social platforms. It's underscore Jared J. Brown at, uh, sorry, on Instagram, it's underscore Jared J. Brown. Shoot me a DM, ask me a question, and I might even try and answer them on the podcast if they come through. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.